You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. So we're here. Yeah, we're here at the hotel in Carmel. And everybody's, we've taken over this. It's very cute. Very cute seaside hotel. And there's like, I don't know, like 30 rooms or something. And we have all of them. because It has that nice feeling of... Kind of like what you guys did with your wedding. You mm-hmm. took over the property and everybody's together. So Dean and Kaylin are here with us and Lauren and I have, it's a lovely room. Love this hotel, but our room is, when I say it's above the lobby, you walk up some stairs behind the desk and that's our room. Dean, did you have a mustache yesterday? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no. I've always had an exposed upper lip. <laughs> last night. What? Last did, you, night did you stay did up you and shave? shave your mustache? That's so random. Did you shave last night or this morning? I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've always looked like this. <laughs> Uh, and you look child, you look so young. I feel, I feel like you guys are making like a weird joke that I'm not in on right now. <laughs> I know for sure on, no, that you I'm had a mustache. I have to look <laughs> no, back at it. I, no, rode, here's in, the, here's how I, I rode in a golf cart with him for seven hours yesterday. So now I'm like, I feel like a real jerk if no. I don't 
The reason that I know is because he was telling me step oh. by step how when he pulls on his mustache hairs, it helps him sneeze. Oh, and no, this nose was, hairs. Nose hairs. oh your nose hairs. Okay. I really get in there for the nose hairs. Why, why do you need to sneeze? Why would you want to make yourself I sneeze? I love sneezing. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm serious. Sneezing is, it's, it's, it's a fun experience. You're sneezing have. on purpose? Yes. Oh, yeah. So oh, you'll 100%. just grab a nose hair and pull it. So just to, and just, sometimes just, I'll do this. Because you're bored? Mm. And if you get it, sneeze. if you get it just right, you can make yourself sneeze whenever you feel like Can you like try it. to do it right now? And honestly, you just want to sneeze? <laughs> no, we're not going to get there. So, It'll hey, take too long. Don't so they last... say that sneezes are like one tenth of an orgasm oh, yeah, or so something? yeah, so you have ten of them rapidly real quick. You're on cloud nine. <laughs> um, so last night, we went to Sadie's to see the, uh, the, the picture, the infamous now picture hanging over the toilet. And we left, I don't know, around midnight or something like that. And all of a sudden you, we can hear everything going on in the little lobby. And I mean, it's a, it's kind of an old house. And so we can hear everything. If someone like clears their throat, we can hear it downstairs. I want to clarify. I'm being honest. We could not understand anything anyone was saying. We no, weren't we even couldn't, You can't hear it. It's just words. dull just noise. Hear, yeah. yeah. If so, you sneeze, we probably would have distinguished. I can <laughs> specifically hear people. So I immediately heard Sarah Hyland. And I'm like, okay, Sarah and Wells are downstairs. I didn't know who else, but I could hear there was a group of people. And I was kind of in and out of consciousness. And I was like around two in the morning, I still heard the people talking downstairs in the lobby and I'm like, and the last words I heard when you guys, and now I know it was you guys came in, Sarah saying, whatever you have, open it. No, that was in the beginning. Like, when they, when we first came in, we heard Sarah say, if any type of wine, any open it. Wine, and we were like, oh, Sarah's yes. here. Like, oh, <laughs> and then, so how long did you guys stay up? Not, well, first of all, not me. I went back by myself from the book. I left Sadie's by myself thinking they were going to be shortly up behind me. But then I go to bed, wake up, and then she's just next to me. It's actually really funny. I'll let Kaylin answer that question in a second. But she goes to bed at 8.30 p.m. every single night at home. She's always in bed before 9. <laughs> and then whenever she gets together with Sarah, she's staying up until 3, 4 a.m. That's weird. That's like it's Ben so and Jess. Ben and Jess are like that. Ben's like, yeah, we go to bed at like 8.30. Oh, yeah. So you're normally like an 8.30 person? Yeah. Me and Jess are the same that way. But when I'm with Sarah, uh, it's the only... I, I don't really like to drink a lot and let... like. Yeah, you know, unless you have I, a partner. Uh-huh. What is it about Sarah that brings know. it out in you? It, and same with Jess. Me and Jess were like, the only time we ever get drunk is when we're with Sarah. Hmm. And I think I might still be a little drunk. Yeah. She's your muse. <laughs> well, I was just doing the math on if you went to bed <laughs> after three, it's it, it's 9 a.m. now. You're not, not are you okay? feeling great. <laughs> and then to what, you guys, feeling great. <laughs> to what you guys were saying earlier too, we're on the bottom floor. So whoever's in the room above us was stomping around at like 5.30 a.m. Oh this gosh, morning. Yes. So it was a rough, rough warning. That story. was Sarah and Wells just getting home. It probably <laughs> yeah. was. This has been fun because, again, you know, you can stay in a big hotel and that's lovely. Um, but we're staying at the La Petite Pali. Um, and it re- this really is like a, an old house that wraps around a courtyard. And so if you go get a cup of coffee in the small little lobby, if you get whatever, you're like, you're bumping into each other. Any, anytime we step out of our rooms, we're running. And so it's like we are a big fa- at this family getaway, which is kind of cool because nice. we sat this morning and we yeah. did not intend to do this, but all of a sudden we had breakfast with Tardic and Bob Guinea and the Firestone showed up and then Justin came down with his computer and, uh, and then Dean shaved his mustache in front of everybody, which I'm glad we were all there I for. I still don't know if that, if you're making a joke about me or not <laughs> or, or what's going on with that, but go, you, babe, keep Can talking. Cause I'm pulling it's up like, a photo like of us Stanley playing in the golf office yesterday. Where they're like, Does he have a mustache? Does yeah. he have yes. a mustache? <laughs> okay. So Kaylin, you stayed up till 3am. Do mm-hmm. you do what happens when my girlfriends and I have a group trip together? You had which, such a bushy mustache. I told you. <laughs> ah, you guys got me. You right. dick. Why did you? 
Why did you shave it? I just felt like uh, fresh, like looking fresh, you know, changing it up a little bit. He does this all the time. Yeah. By the way, yeah. it's just I mean, like a sudden. I'll speak for Kaylin. Yeah, you prefer no mustache. You have a handsome face. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate You're a really it. handsome. Wow, man. you guys are too nice. Yeah, I, I like no mustache. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just going through random old pictures from when I was like in my twenties and stuff, and it's. I was, we were talking about this the other day yeah. too. It definitely have gotten less attractive and it's annoying looking at you because you've gotten way, I don't want to say more handsome because you've always been handsome, but you, like I said the other day, you look 20 years younger. Thank wow, you. That's yeah. so nice. I think it was leaving the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Lost I'm a really lot not of joking. stress and a lot of weight. Yeah. What about like, can you do scruff? Nope. Okay. So, so that's why I do the mustache okay. because I get like a weird goatee. Cause I can see you with scruff. I bet you'd look good. I wish. Well, you remember, I don't know if you remember my father, he has a full beard down to like of his course, belly button. Yeah. yeah. And my brothers can go for, grow full beards, but not me. Dean's like a patchy guy. I'm a patchy guy. Yeah. I think your dad would probably go down as the most unforgettable dad. Dad on the yeah, show for ever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for good for him. <laughs> good, good for, for that. That's probably the last time I talked to him. Actually, was on the show. Really? Right, right around then. Yeah. But really? now we live in the same town as him. Yeah. So, do you talk to him or Sam or no? No, I was uh, I was at my friend's dad's 60th birthday party the other day, and hit one of my friend's moms was like, "You should go in and like try to mend the bridge with your father." And I was like, oh, I really don't want to, but you're probably right. I should do that. So one of these days I'm going to stop in and say hi to him, I guess. He owns like a health food store in the town that we live in. So he'll be easy to find. Well, you can do it for, I mean. I got to be honest. I'm okay with a family estrangement. Is I it, really don't like when people are like. You have to. You have to do yeah. it. You you only have one dad. It's like, cool. Well, I'm his kid. Like, I, I how is he being to me? And he, yeah. like, I'm his only, well, you have brothers, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, I have a friend who doesn't speak to her mom and I know that she struggles with because that's always people's response and it's like but that's the parent shouldn't they mend this mm -hmm. fence with me so I don't like when people yeah, say Lauren that. always yeah. brings up a good point and because she always puts things in perspective for me being my wise little Buddha and she's like well think about your kids would you do this oh, to yeah. your kids and right. I'm like mm -hmm. oh no not. no way there's no way I would let Josh or Taylor ever be estranged mm -hmm. from me I, I just there's no way, even if they try, I will let them, I will find you. So you're right. It's not on you. And I would just say, I, I, what I was going to say is not you owe it to yourself or whatever. It's like, if you want to, yeah. if it's something that you think would give you closure, make you happy, give you whatever in your soul. Great. Do it. If not, you don't owe it to anybody. Yeah. Well, like, it's tough. Well, cause Kaylin's biological dad is kind of the same way. Like we don't really talk to either of them, uh, but yeah. it's tough. I like, when he's dead in 20 years or whatever it is, you know, I'll, like, will I regret not having a relationship with him? Maybe a little bit. So like, that's I, the point, right? Yeah. It's, that's the thing. It's, it's only on you. How do you think you will feel? Yeah. And what will it be, you know, if, if you feel like that's going to leave a big hole and now I'm going to have great regret, then, mm -hmm. then do it. I, yeah, it, I think it's whatever's going to give you peace. I yeah. am an advocate for that, like your personal peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like there's something unsaid that you need to say, um, I have another friend who stopped talking to her dad. This is like more common than people think, yeah. by the way. I'm like, let's normalize it. But um, no, it really, by the she, way, it really is. Yeah. And she tr she told us on our recent girls trip and she said, you know, I really came to the realization. She's like, and her mom still talks to the parents are divorced, but she was like, my mom wants me to make up with him. And my mom kept telling me, you know, if he dies tomorrow, you're going to regret it. And she goes, I realized I would not. Yeah. She's yeah. like, he was not a great dad to me. And if he died tomorrow, I wouldn't there wouldn't be unthink unsaid things. Yeah. 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 But That's society puts that on you. Yeah. Right. I mean, so I mean, do you feel that pressure, Kaylin, with your family? Like um, you know, society puts this pressure of like, you owe it to yourself and them to do this and to have this relationship that by the way, it's like, why would I enter into a relationship? I know is toxic. Yeah. I know is bad. Right, right. I'm getting nothing from this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same with my two, my two older brothers just had babies and the one of them is expecting their second child. 
no no words from my dad you know i don't even know if he has their phone numbers anymore but yeah. i don't know we'll see and i can't i just and like lauren says she's like could you fathom i was yeah. like i couldn't fathom right. joshua taylor having a baby and not not being there right so i <laughs> know you have guys, to kick me out of the room <laughs> well i know you guys don't have kids but have you thought about that like if you have kids i'm just curious because i i would imagine mm-hmm. this is something that has bonded you to like you relate mm-hmm. to each yeah. other over it and I would imagine also that even though you don't have kids, but you can picture now, if you had kids, mm-hmm. you would not be this way. Well, one of the reasons I was always kind of anti-kid was because I didn't want to be like my dad. Mm. And so I didn't want to like have to put my kids through that. But then my brothers had their kids and they're fantastic fathers, like the best, most loving dads of all time. And so that's kind of like reinvigorated my spark to want to have kids. Um, so it was weird seeing them have their children is what inspired me to want to eventually have our own, I guess. Yeah, and just like the relationship that you have with your dad. Like I know Dean's going to be such an amazing dad. The way he is like as as an uncle right now, but also in spite of your dad, kind of in a yeah, way Yeah, that's too. how my brothers do it. They're like, every time um, I think about what it takes to be a good dad, I just do the opposite of what our dad did or <laughs> well, something like and, that. You know, Lauren, again, Lauren and I have these conversations a lot. You are not your dad. Yeah. And you are not your mom. Either one of you, right? It's, you know, they don't, they don't even necessarily define who you are. You know, you get things from them, you learn things from them, but that doesn't mean you are them. My kids are not me. Like they're not identical to me mm-hmm. in any way, either one of them. They're both incredible human beings, but they're not me. And so, and I'm not my mom or dad. And so I guess to you, I mean, I can tell, I agree with Kaylin. you are such a loving, caring, doting person. You have that, you have empathy, you have grace, you have love, like, I don't know your dad. I know you're not him. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. I, I know you're going to be a good father. I could just, I could see you with a kid, a boy or a girl and being such a great dad. Yeah. I really want a girl is what I, is what I would you like to have. Girls. That's funny. I could, I was like, I could see you being a great girl dad. A girl yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? I just know how much of a, a shit I was when I was a kid. And, <laughs> and so I want I, boys for that reason. Yeah. Cause I yeah. was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You two have really come. You know, it's weird. <laughs> I, I please don't take this in the wrong way at all. But I was thinking, first of all, I told Kaylin yesterday, I'm like, wow. Dean is like so different than I remember him being a couple years ago. Oh, in a come really on. When, good I, way. when we did the interview on the carpet in Las Vegas, <laughs> I'm not too different than that. <laughs> totally shit housed. And I remember being like, Are you, do you want this interview to go live? And you were like, yes, publish it. Yes, I do. And I was I like, okay. Blow up the world. Like he's saying he wants, like, okay. <laughs> um, so I like, but by the way, I wouldn't pretend to like, I didn't really know you then I'd yeah. interviewed you, but so that spending this couple of days with you, I said to Kaylin last night, like, I mean, wow, I, I would imagine it's the Kaylin influence because two minutes ago when Chris asked you a question, you kind of explained it and then turned to Kaylin and said, I guess like, like, <laughs> right, honey, that's what we think. Yeah. Um, but obviously you've grown up on your own, but I love the influence you guys have on each other. And just from interviewing you both briefly from the show at that time, I never would have shipped this yeah. yeah and I, do you guys look back and think like whoa but also it's surprising how much you have in common and like like did you see that from the beginning or did it take a minute to realize whoa we kind of are really similar and we work well together it, it took a minute um i mean i had a crush on him it's been like eight years since he's on the show i slid into his dms eight plus years ago and not eight years ago well, seven seven, <laughs> seven and a half yes yeah, who's counting seven and a half we'll round up to eight i guess <laughs> I always had the biggest crush on him, but then knowing him and being on paradise, I'm like, obviously I'm so infatuated with him and, and love being around him, but I never thought it would work. Yeah. And then he dumped me. And then I was like, you know, the first few months of our relationship, terrified he's going to dump me again. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to get you to jump out of an airplane and you said no. Yeah. There's that as well. (laughs) 
You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. There are couples in this franchise, and people always say, "You know, did you know, or did could you see it?" Um, you know, like a Jaden Tanner, that was a layup, right? You know, yeah. we all watched that day one, like, okay, show's over. Um, you guys, same thing. It's not that I wouldn't ship it. I just couldn't imagine it. I couldn't yeah. see it. I'm like, it was like oil and water. I'm like, how is this going to work? <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I knew either one of you that well. Mm-hmm. It was just my 30,000 foot level. And, but that's one of the beautiful things about 
love and even back in the day when the show was so pure and good is that things like this could happen mm -hmm. and i absolutely the more i've got to know you guys and spend time and i even enjoyed just hanging out with dean yesterday and i feel like i've got to know you a lot more just in this weekend which i've really enjoyed same is just you guys are such a love and i love mm -hmm. the way y'all talk about each other and i said this to dean we did a uh, podcast with with ben um I've always appreciated it. And I've, where were we when we had a conversation? We were all standing together, the three of us. And you were the way you were talking about Dean, I was like, where is he? And you're like, oh, he's in Tanzania or he's in Uganda or whatever. And I was like- I think I was in Pakistan. Yeah. Oh, at Wells and Sarah's yeah, wedding. You were yeah. in Pakistan. <laughs> yes. where, where were we talking? <laughs> Wells and Sarah's wedding. Okay, we're at Wells. That's right. We're at Wells and Sarah's wedding. And that's when that was the first time I, I even got to kind of dive in with you on this relationship. And I was like, I left thinking, I really appreciate how A, she stood up for him- in an appreciative way of like, she just said her husband's in Pakistan. That's insane. <laughs> he shouldn't be in Pakistan, but she was really excited for you. And and there was a lot of love in your voice and in the way you were talking about Dean. And, and I said this to Dean, I was like, I really like the way she loves him because she's not trying to change him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That trip was actually really funny because I was hiking through the mountains in Pakistan <laughs> and we were so isolated. Pakistan is already kind of isolated. But Did anybody even, have that on their 2024 <laughs> card? We were, I'll take hiking in Pakistan yeah. for 500. It was a long, it was like a 12 day hike through like, you know, hundred plus miles. Mind you, someone died on that hike. And someone died on that. We passed by a corpse, which is pretty morbid to talk about more morbidness. But yeah. um, on like the second day or something, uh, I was talking to the trip organizer and he was like, yeah, you know, that's why I made everyone get insurance and, Helivac uh, insurance, like all this stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, were we supposed to get that? And he goes, he goes, uh, yeah. wait, you didn't get that? And he was like, got so mad at me. He's like, no, you need to have these things in order for us to continue on. And I, we're like, you know, we're three days up into the mountains at this point. And I like get on the satellite phone and I text Kaylin real quick. And I was like, Hey, I just got in a lot of trouble with the, with the guy. Will you please get me like flight for flight for life insurance and, and something else. And she was like 20 minutes later. She was like, yeah, done. Here's your insurance information and everything like that. So wow. she came Kaylin's in the 11th like, hour. Hey, I took out a $10 million policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enjoy Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel like you need to make it back. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, did it, I need it. No, I didn't. So we could have saved ourselves a hundred bucks and not gotten it, but it but, feels worth it. A hundred feels worth it. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would have been more expensive than yeah. that actually. We, we feels can, good. But Kaylin, considering you want to like have kids and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you knew what you were taking on. And this is, this mm. is interesting because a lot of women would not do this. It's the action, the adventure falling in love with that is easy. Mm -hmm. Living with it is not because then the reality of, Oh crap, he really does live in a van <laughs> sets in. Yeah. And, but I like that you have always embraced that because a lot of women would be like, great. I loved what I fell in love with, but mm -hmm. now I want to domesticate that mm -hmm. and change that. What? Have you always embraced it? Or were there any moments where you're like, well, I don't know. I'm like waiting for Dean to cut in and be like, Oh, sometimes I try to just rein it in a little bit. She but does. Well, that's actually healthy <laughs> yeah. because he I probably would, does need to be reined in a little bit. And yeah. I would probably go crazy marrying someone that was exactly like, me so it's nice to have yeah. like the both all the bases covered i yeah. guess and same like i i've changed so much and grown so much being married to him or, or being with him for five years like i was so high strung and such a pageant girl and still am a little high strung oh, yeah. but i'm but i'm working on it yeah <laughs> you got a pageant girl getting you insurance man you really won big in oh, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. so That's right. okay my i'm doing like the math on you're like i we would have kids i want to have all girls i'm hiking in pakistan 
Have you guys talked about like, will you reel it in at all if or when you have kids or are yeah. you going to continue the adventures? Well, we're already kind of reeling it in now because we just bought this house in Colorado. That, set down roots. Yeah, yeah, set down some roots. Congratulations, by the way. Thank That's you always so much. Fun. It's great. It was a little out of my budget personally. So now we're like tapering it back a little bit. It yeah. always will be. Yeah. You know, <laughs> That's my advice to anybody. It's like, just know that your house whatever you're buying, it's going to be whatever the number you had in mind. It's more, more yeah. but it's okay. Yeah. Like it is like, you'll make it work. It's like, and I'm not saying live beyond your means, but it always is yeah. like, yeah. Hey, even if you said, I want the million dollar house, it's 1.5. Yeah. It just right. is. Well, Dean right. was just saying he wished he had spent a hundred dollars on life insurance. So yeah. I <laughs> think he's, I'm really rubbing I don't know what his budget together. is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's low. It's tiny. I just don't okay. like spending money on things. <laughs> yeah. Except, except for flights to Pakistan, I guess. He's like, honey, we can have the kids in this van. Get it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm interested if your economics will change. Cause you know, again, you and I have that conversation, you know, yeah. I don't know if I ever told you, you know, Dean and I discussed this the other night is when we were on the beach at paradise um it was like three or four in the morning during you know, right before a rose ceremony and, and dean looked at me and, and you know i'm standing there in my suit just dead tired and you know like you said it was monsoon season the crabs are crawling all over us and he's like essentially why are you here like if you like you have enough money to retire right and i was like yeah technically and he's like then what are you doing here like why why wouldn't you just walk away <laughs> and he's like i would be gone and so it was just funny and it's like it's a question that stuck with me and it's lived with me and we talked in depth about that wow the, the, the dean effect but what i'm curious about Sober dean effect is if if your thoughts have changed about living life on the edge of like mm. okay i'll make this much money as an influencer and I have enough money to kind of live for a year. Mm -hmm. I'll go to Pakistan now. I'll kind of shut it down. Yeah. Have you thought more about, okay, if I want to bring another, bring a child into this yeah. world and build this family, if like, okay, now I need to kind of build a nest egg. I need to. For sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I always think that the influencing thing is temporary and I, and yeah. I think it'd be crazy to assume otherwise, you it know? Um, so now we just need to figure out what we're going to do once that well runs dry. I'm just saying yes to every deal right now and trying to like collect enough money to at least let us skirt by for a while. Yeah. Um, but it's so stress. It's the, it's the root of 100% of my stress finances. It, it, and like going back to insurance, my stress is coming from like, cause we have to buy our own insurance and, and pay for it. And mm -hmm. our deductible is $17,000 and monthly is so expensive. So I'm yeah. like, when I have to go to all these doctor's appointments, what the heck are we going to do? Yeah. Right. So that's oh, my yeah. stress right now. Yeah. It finances are always, it is, it's, it's a huge burden for you know, everybody. I, you said something the other day, um, and not an argument we were having. <laughs> I don't know what the right word is. Um, a but debate. A strong, <laughs> strong discussion. Debate. Yeah. Well, you said something like, you don't understand the, like you, you were like, I've always like been the caretaker. Like he was like, I've always had the stress of the caretaking. And when I really stopped and thought about it, I was like, yeah, I have to own that he totally has. Like in your first marriage, in our relationship now, you have your kids, you help take care of your parents, like other people. And I've really tried to take that in and not to like stereotype, but I do think still in a lot of relationships, I mean, I've talked to my friends about it. Like I think men feel that a lot or whoever the breadwinner is. And I don't know if like, do you guys feel like you share that? Like you just said, it's the source of all your stress. Mm -hmm. Is this, this is big right now for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, if our relationship, like I would be the you in your relationship, you know, like she's the okay. breadwinner. She does all of the, she does all the planning and the logistics mm -hmm. and the, she takes care of everything. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so I, I don't True. know if that's necessarily No, there's you one. Do. Yeah. There's one <laughs> yeah. who's like, Chris is totally the person who's looking at the bills and looking oh, yeah. at the insurance. And 
well, we told you guys this the other day as we were waiting for our Uber. I thought the other day, I thought he told me <laughs> that he got a life insurance policy oh, yeah. on me. Lauren just learned. She thought I had been going at great lengths to get in before we got married to get an insurance policy on her. And then we're standing at the airport with Dean and Kaylin and she's talking about this. And I said, babe, you realize that insurance policy I just got is on me. It's if something happens to me, if I die, yeah. Yeah. you and the I kids. I totally didn't know that. What, what sparked that for you to get that? <laughs> well, because because uh, my kids are taken care of. Um, yeah. You know, again, it's as Lauren said, I've since, you know, I college, I've, I've lived alone. I was on my own and I've paid for everything. So whether it was rent turns into mortgage and insurance and credit, you name it, it's always just been on my plate. And so, you know, I, it's always been, I wouldn't say a burden, it's just life. Right. Yeah. And so, um, once I had kids, you know, I established accounts for them and insurance and stuff. And especially once I got divorced, mm-hmm. once I became a single dad, it was very important because I was still taking care of my ex and taking care of my kids and trying to take care of myself and my, you know, other parts of my family. And so I had to kind of move things around and make sure that no matter what happens to my ex and I, my kids are always taken care of because mm-hmm. they were still young. I mean, you knew them back when we got divorced. They're yeah. nine and 11 years old. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think Dean knew him then. I met him when, uh, they're pretty young. It's yeah. seven, eight, seven, eight years ago. How long yeah. have you been doing stuff? When? Wow. <laughs> I know when Caitlin said eight years ago, I was like, are you sure? Wait, I just don't even want to time? admit that. Yeah, exactly. Dean and I are over here like, what year is it? And you guys are like, so the insurance. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But yeah. And so, you know, the, we are, what, we're what, the, we have to be better, Dean. <laughs> what <laughs> precipitated this to answer your question, Dean, was when I, you know, added Lauren to my family and was to my life that part of that to me is the fiscal responsibility mm-hmm. of taking care of her. And I know that she doesn't need to be taken care of. Like, you know, she can, she's fine on her own, but at the same time, like that's part of my responsibility, I feel. And so yeah. um, if something happens to me, you know, I've brought her into my life and I want her to be able to keep that life. Yeah. And, so and Dean, so. I have this idea that if you want to take Chris hiking yes. in Pakistan, I think like a super fun, hey, you guys lighting. are close friends yeah, yeah. now. Pakistan. Yeah. Super and safe. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Cause she's like, do you want to go to Korea? And she's like, no, North Korea. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, just go hiking. It's fine. Yeah. It's beautiful. Untouched no, resources. The really idiotic thing is that mm-hmm. when you, I've now realized when you said I got a life insurance policy, on like for you, I thought it was on me, but that also it would benefit us. Like, I don't, you know what? I didn't understand what well, life insurance funny was. Is, That's I've, what also, I'm I've been going to all these doctor's appointments. I had to get blood tests. You know, you have to do all the stuff so you can get preferred or super preferred and all that. And so, yeah, well, I had got a clean bill of health and I've literally been talking to her while I've been going to these appointments. Like she was on the road and she's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm getting my blood taken. I'm doing all this stuff for the policy. And I'm like, well, why would that have why would I have given blood for you? Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, long story short. Um, anyway, um, so no, you but guys- that's part of the that's part of the responsibility, <laughs> and it is it's something that is it it's not joyful, it's not fun. But like Lauren and I sat down, and it's like I wanted her to see the picture of this is our life, like, and it's important to have those conversations, especially when you guys. I don't know if y'all did have, ever had that discussion of, babe, are you in debt? Mm-hmm. Like. How much debt are you carrying? What are you bringing to the table? And yeah. you know, like, here's yeah. my accounts. Like I sat with Lauren, I, I walked her through all my bank accounts. I'm like, here's the money. Here's what we have. Here's what. And, and so we, we have a pretty good, and we, we, even when we first started dating, we opened like a joint checking account together within like a few months. Yeah. Um, and then we were always kind of pretty open and transparent about our, our pretty money. Good. Yeah. I, I, the main thing was just getting Dean's credit up. Yeah. But we built oh, that yeah. up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
your credit I think, score? I think yeah. when I went on Bachelorette, my credit score was like 520. It was like five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly. really low. <laughs> it was almost as low as it possibly could have been. And then so, the past five years, we've been working on that. Yeah, well, now I'm up to like a now 750, seven, yeah. 750, which is pretty good. Wow. Yeah. And she just knows it. A lot of hard work. Oh, yeah, she knows it. And hers is like 800 something. Yeah. But no, we've always been pretty transparent with that. And it's nice. Like, I always wonder, too, if, if times have weren't good, like, you know, we haven't had to stress about money very much. You know, like I said, it is the root of a lot of my stress. But, yeah. but it is still like we are very fortunate with what we have. And I can't imagine eventually when things might go south if they do hopefully they don't but like it's just a kid it's just another layer wrinkle to add into it to to get upset with each other about but for now <laughs> it's been good actually she wanted to buy the new iphone lately and i just keep telling her like we don't need we do you don't need the new iphone you don't need a phone you don't keep need your flip phone yeah so yeah we still have some like small arguments about that she get, she doesn't like that i had my golf membership in la still yeah so we need to iron some stuff out well but. when we got married we we're like we're fully like finances are completely blended now yeah, and yeah. so it's like we need to be super honest about what we're spending yeah you like to watch new stuff right well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time like vanderpump villa the new docudrama starring lisa vanderpump Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
what advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. I think I'm just now remembering your entire trajectory on the show, and I just remember that you were the f boy on Paradise. Oh like, yeah, I I'm not exaggerating. I fully forgot it until like just a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that was look me. at you now. That look was at me. him now. I was the f boy. I I think I made f boys like trendy. You back did. In the day. Yeah. Yeah. Elon uh, Gale is you for that show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> F-boy, you were the original f boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, I also didn't know that story about Dean being your financial advisor on the beach. He he was no he no was, more of like a life advisor I would say. Well, you he know really, you're very literal. Yeah. Speaking of rude people, Ben Higgins just walked in. <laughs> we, we I was talking about how you stole the toast last night and just buried me and and upset Chris so much that he had to go procure a dessert and yeah. come forth from the yeah, kitchen really singing. Oh yeah, that was nice. That His was nice. ego was smashed so hard that he was like, "I need to perform a, a musical number now." No, but yeah, and actually, I was a little bummed to hear that uh, Paradise has allegedly been postponed, I think is the official way they're saying it, is they're postponing it for a year or canceling it. Oh, yeah. I, hear, I did hear some whispers um, about obviously, that. Obviously, either way, that's not, it's never good in TV. We all know this business well enough that when, you know, they don't postpone shows that are doing great. But uh, but I was bummed to hear that. As a fan of that show, not so much the main show, it's just because I don't really watch reality television a lot. It has seemed to have gotten worse over the years. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've like, discussed this a lot just because people are so hyper aware and so worried about social media and like yeah. coming across poorly that mm-hmm. it's not good television. You know what I noticed? And I, I said this when we were here last year and I met some, some, or maybe some other iHeart thing. And I always meet some of the kind of the newer people that I, I didn't watch and I don't know them. Like, so Justin and Susie are here, they're new. And I think they were on kind of recent seasons. And what I've noticed is there's no joy. Mm. The, no one's talking about it. Even the ladies from the golden bachelor, no one's talking about it glowingly hmm. um, about what an amazing experience it was. And look, I know that everyone, you know, even back in my day, it was like, there was good edits, bad edits. And, mm-hmm. you know, and Higgins is sitting here, you're all sitting here. And so like, we all had our ups and downs. Higgins really bad at it. Yeah. yeah, really, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we made him look like the golden boy. <laughs> I said, Ben, I said, you've been getting away far too long from being known as the nice guy from the Midwest. I said, <laughs> Your run has come to an end. I'm going to out him as for the guy he really is. Um, but I saw him push an old lady down on the street in Carmel. It's horrible, horrible man. Um, and Honey, so, that was you. You were in that room. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, was, I was the old man. I was wondering why my, why my hip hurt. We're in California. He said, screw you, old man. And he pushed me down on the golf course. Um, and But it is that's one thing I've noticed, and it's unfortunate, that no one comes away with joy. And it's almost like 
this experience they've survived, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. which is a really, and, and I don't know if you guys think back on your time mm-hmm. with joy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I 100%. had a blast. Even though there were a lot of like darker moments, yeah. like the F boy series mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that I was kind of in the thick of, uh, my there's hometown, a phase. there's a phase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hometown experience wasn't too good for me. Yeah. Winter games as a whole was just a, a mess of a show. Still fun, I guess. But yeah, I still look back on those fondly. Like even though there were bad moments, I still look at it as a net positive. And yeah, it was like a fun time with friends. And and yeah, you you've got your things that you go through publicly. But it, I had a, a blast. Yeah. And do you y'all notice that when you run into people on the French, just that joy? Yeah. It's like, oof, that was brutal. I'm like, you didn't have fun? <laughs> yeah. You didn't yeah. have a blast? And I'm like, why Like, why did you just like, you just signed up for prison camp? Like, right, what, did you, right. what, what was going on? They took your phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't communicate with anyone. No, that's true. I guess I never thought about that, but you're right. And I don't really talk to a lot of like the newer contestants. So maybe um, I, I don't just get that experience firsthand. But yeah, when we talk to like Ben and, and Wells and everyone else that we know from like the same kind of era, for lack of a better word, that we're from, it's always positive. But mm-hmm. Um, the newer contestants maybe just don't have the same experience. I always I forget about Winter Games. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah, I'm glad you had fun. Remember when? <laughs> remember when Ben fell in love with Yuki? Yeah, I do. Um, I was like, we were just talking about that the other day. He was like pulling her around the front yard on the sled, oh and she's like screaming for him. Yeah, to, Dana, I don't remember you on that show. Oh, that's here, good. That's let's let, keep it that way. Let me. There's an indelible like thing burned in my brain. I can never get it out. It's this image, oh. and that is Ben Higgins and Dean. In a speed racing skin oh, yeah, tight, skin suit. we had a speed racing event, and we thought this would be funny. We're going to put them in the you know the true speedo thing, and it was interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> well, those guys, those Canadian guys, are all such great skaters. Yeah. And then oh, here yeah. we go. I've like been on ice skates twice in my life, and it was just. And then yeah, we were wearing skin tight suits. You fall on that ice, you're busting your hip wide open. Even at 27, I was scared to fall and hurt myself. Oh, so. we had, you know, putting people on skis. Yeah. We had ski races and there were people who had never seen snow. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, we're going to fire you down a mountain. We're like, here, we're, we're going to let you practice for three minutes. Yeah. Now, now it's time to go. <laughs> Speaking of insurance. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and we had this net up, right? And people were flying into the net. It was a horrible idea. And the snow was really icy. It wasn't even good snow. No. Do you know how I knew as a reporter, and this is before we were dating, that you kind of didn't give a shit about that, that show. Like you were just having fun. I show up for the interview and for the first time I've been interviewing him for years and he had facial hair. And oh I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I grew the beard Chris out. Harrison yeah, I remember that actually. He's doing what he wants. He's, he's just, he's just enjoying this. It like fit this. the mountain aesthetic though, <laughs> yeah. I guess. It was kind of two things, honestly, that show. So we were really burned out. Like they, we kept creating shows and you know, we were, you know, kept, we were having massive success and we were kind of victims of our own success because ABC's like, give us more, give us mm-hmm. more, give us more. We're doing 26 hours of paradise. And so we were going from show to show to show. And when they added winter games, we had finally just, what would happen was we, we would wrap bachelor and that wraps like right around Thanksgiving. And you'd finally, you'd go home you'd like, okay, I can see my family spend time with the kids and like reinvest and, and plug back in. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, no, like you're going to go home, celebrate Thanksgiving and you're going to go right back out to Vermont mm. and you're going to be there until basically Christmas. Yeah. And it was just like such a gut punch because I'm like, I just on a personal level spent so much time alone. And as Lauren knows, cause we had our first flirty conversation in that hotel room oh. when she interviewed me. Cause I was very, that was sing- not our first flirty conversation. I didn't know that. I was That's very cool. single. Well, I guess the first flirty thing was in paradise. And yeah. then, then she came and asked you me, know, you know, you got, you were married for three months and forgets everything. <laughs> there was a, so she interviewed Push me. Push him down the mountain, Dean. She <laughs> interviewed kidding. me for winter games and she came in and she's like, by the way, 
are you single? And this is in the interview. I was like, oh, she's hitting on me. I want to know. And so what was, but what the (laughs) truth, so this is how I see the world, right? Right. The truth was. He's like, on camera, this professional woman is hitting on me. No. The the truth was. Put some respect on my name. Some, some, a producer had heard I was dating somebody and Mm. they just said, hey, Lauren, you need to ask that idiot host if he's dating somebody to try and get a scoop. Yes. But of course, in my mind. Yeah. I think she's hitting on me. (laughs) And I like my version better. And what's the what's the real version though? That was it. That the was re- just- no, he really did tell the truth. The truth. Well, that's how it was at ET. It was like like if you were going into an interview and they're mandating questions, you have yeah. to ask. You have to ask that. And they were like, "We have this tip that Chris Harrison's dating someone, so go ask him if he's dating someone." So I had to like, and I had ask been. I had been dating someone, but we were, we had been broken yeah. up. So I was like, "Well, I'm yeah. single. Why?" <laughs> yeah. And so no, we had a very flirty and then conversation. He was like, but there's this guy Dean who's here. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's circumcised because I just saw. <laughs> that's so funny that you're just reading off your cards and Chris in the meanwhile meanwhile I was just yeah. thinking, like, wow, this girl's really in this. <laughs> she's really, she's really Look, asking me a lot of Just because questions. I help people find love does not mean I was good at it myself. Right? <laughs> Those that can't do teach. Um guys, it's so damn good to have you. It's mm-hmm. good to see you. Great. And in all seriousness. It was great to like spend some really quality time with you at Wells and uh, Sarah's wedding. And then obviously here this weekend and you, man, I was like, I really, I said went to Lauren last night, I was like, I got to spend a lot of time with Dean this week. And I was like, I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. And I feel like you're in a great place in life for both of you. And I just, I love it. It's been great. Really gotten close. I I, I appreciate what a good guy you are. I want to take this opportunity to apologize to you for uh, losing our team play yesterday. I mean, (laughs) I missed some big putts out there. Let Ben and Wells take about 70 bucks off of us. What was that quote that you told me last night? I was like, how'd you guys play? And you said, you know what they say about golf? It's just about having fun out there. I was like, Dean, I don't know golf, but no one says that about golf. (laughs) I I always say the best golfer is the one having the most fun. So I was the best golfer yesterday. (laughs) Dean and I rode together. We had a blast. And then we played Wells and Ben in a team event. And again, Higgins is right here. He did nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, he was a big well nothing carried. burger all day. He wrote. Ben, Wells why did you come into this room? He wrote. He's doing a podcast next. <laughs> because Let's, I don't know. So, almost famous podcast. Who's going to be on the almost famous podcast coming up? Justin and Susie. Justin and Susie. New love interest. Yeah, I talked to them last night about their relationship. Really interesting how they, you know, they were on separate shows, but that's not how they really got together. And well, I, look at Dean and Kayla. Yeah, and no, they're coming True. in hot. There's Justin and Susie right there. So we will clear out, but Dean. Kaylin, thanks keep, for having us. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Love you guys. You. It's been fun. Um, I think I speak for everybody. Let's keep the mustache off. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you, you? And honestly, did you shave this morning or last night? It was this morning, right this before morning. I came here. Yeah. Oh, so you did this for the show? You're I like, did it for you. Handsome. Just for you. Yeah. Team handsome. He's back. He's <laughs> yeah. back. This is step one of Dean coming back. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever, and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At BostonProper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit BostonProper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.